Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is my podcast. This is it's the place where uh, this this guy reads all the stuff. All right. The first word in this episode is clue. C L E W. Clue. I think that's how you would say it. It's the first form noun from before the 12th century. One, a ball of thread, yarn, or cord. That is called a clue. Number two, we have the number one definition for the word clue, C-L-U-E. What, what is that? What will it be? We don't know. We haven't gotten there yet, but it's coming up. 3A, a lower corner or only the after corner of a sail. So those who can sail know this word. 3B, a metal loop attached to the lower corner of a sail. 3C is plural a combination of lines by which a hammock is suspended. Um, yeah, maybe this is related to the ball of thread, yarn, or cord uh, because it's uh, the metal loop, the, com- the lines, I don't know, maybe. Uh, let's see, this is from Middle English clue, from Old English kluin, akin to the Old High German kliwa, which means ball, and the Sanskrit gla, z- no, G-L-A-U-H. Glauch? How do you say that word? That means lump. Lump. Second form of clue. Transitive verb from the 15th century. Uh, Yes, this is very... Well, yeah, it's all very similar to the last one. One, to roll into a ball. Now, if I were to roll myself into a ball, would I be cluing? Would I be a clue? Uh, Number two, the synonym is clue. C-L-U-E. And then three, to haul a sail up or down by ropes through the clues. You were using the clues to clue the clue the sail. Did they say that? Clue the sail. Next is cliche. How do you say this word? Cle. You could say cliche. You could say cliche, or you could say cliche. You don't have the the long e in there. Cliche. How do I? I don't even know how I say it. That is such a cliche. 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 You could spell it. Well, it's spelled C-L-I-C-H-E. You could put an accent on the E if you so wish. This is a noun from 1882. One, a trite phrase or expression. Also, the idea expressed by it. Two, a hackneyed theme, characterization, or situation. Three, something that has become overly familiar or commonplace. And the example of this something is a menu item. That seems like a very odd example to me. Why why would a menu item become overly familiar or commonplace? I don't know. I mean, it's not like it doesn't make sense, but that seems I feel like there would have been a more a more better example than a menu item. I don't know. My brain is not connecting with that. Cliché is also an adjective. This is French, and it literally means printer's stereotype. Printer's stereotype from the verb cliché, which means to stereotype. Um, All right, so I have more questions. Maybe you have answers. If you do, please let me know. So 
we have the word stereotype. You know, there are stereotypes of groups of people usually, and, you know, that's a thing that we do. We stereotype people. But for a printer, the word st- the word type is in stereotype. So is there a physical thing called a stereotype that printers use? Uh, this is kind of blowing my brain. And then it's the word for that is cliche. And then how did that become the thing that's this a trite phrase thing that gets used all the time i don't know this this word just got way more fascinating than i ever thought um yeah all right cliche next is cliched so there's a d at the end this is an adjective from 1928 one marked by or abounding in cliches that thing is so cliched number two uh the synonym is hackneyed I think that's how you would say it, not hackneyed, hackneyed, as in a cliched phrase. I think I have a lot of cliched phrase phrases. Next is click. First form, verb, from 1581, starting with transitive, one, to strike, move, or produce with a click, as in clicked his heels together. Number two, to select, especially in a computer interface, by pressing a button on a control device as a mouse. I don't think I'm going to use the word mouse anymore. I think I'm just going to say uh, I'm using my control device. Uh, Yes, yes, we love clicking on buttons. Um, Intransitive number one, to make a click. To A, to fit or agree exactly. To B, to fit together. Hit it off. There's a colon in between those. To, To fit together colon, hit it off, uh, as in, they did not click as friends. Well, then they shouldn't be friends. Uh, let's see, 2C, to function smoothly. 2D, the synonym is succeed, as in, a movie that clicks. 3, to select something by clicking, and this is often used with the word on, as in, click on the icon. Click on the icon. Clickable is an adjective. It's so good when you find somebody that you click with. Uh, Second form of click is a noun from 1611. 1A, a slight sharp noise. Click. Uh, 1B, a speech sound in some languages made by enclosing air between two stop articulations of the tongue, enlarging the enclosure to rarefy the air, and suddenly opening the enclosure. So I guess this would be that. Well, I mean, that's the only way that I know how to make a click. But I don't know if I'm doing what the description said, because it didn't make sense to me. Number two, the synonym is detent. D-E-T-E-N-T. Detent. Is that your taken down a tent no i think that's something else that i don't know three an instance of clicking as in a mouse click next is click beetle two words noun from 1835 any of a family of beetles able to write themselves with a click when inverted by flexing the articulation between the prothorax and mesothorax or mesothorax probably mesothorax this is fascinating. I didn't know. I mean, I've probably heard of click beetles, but I probably just assumed that they made a clicking sound. I didn't realize that they can click. 
the area between those parts of the thorax and they can flip themselves over. Um, But, you know, clearly that probably must make a click sound. So maybe if I feel so motivated, I'll find some audio of a beetle clicking and put it here. And the family name is Elateridae. Elateridae. Next is Clicker, noun from 1985. The synonym is the number two definition for the word remote control. Next is Click Stop, two words, noun from 1950. A turntable control device that engages with a definite click at specific settings. And the examples of this turntable control device would be for a camera diaphragm opening. A turntable control device, as for a camera diaphragm opening, that engages with a definite click at specific settings. I'm not entirely sure what that all means. Uh, Next is click through. Two words with a hyphen, noun from 1996. An instance of clicking on a link on a web page, as in click-through rate, and then also the volume of click-throughs on a link. This is something that people who have certain websites like to keep track of. They want to see how many clicks you're clicking on their page, and they like to have lots and lots of clicks. Next is client, noun from the 14th century. One, one that is under the protection of another. Synonym is Dependent. 2a. A person who engages the professional advice or services of another, as in a lawyer's clients. 2b. The synonym is customer, as in hotel clients. 2c. A person served by or utilizing the service, the services of a social agency, as in a welfare client. 2d. A computer in a network that uses the services, uh, the services provided by a server. And the example of these services would be access to files or shared peripherals. And three, the synonym is client state. Clientage is a noun. Clientel, clientel, that's an adjective. And clientless is an adjective. Oh, you got no clients. Why do you have no clients? You are clientless. Uh, let's see, this is from, uh, let's see, I'm just going to pare the etymology down, Latin clinare, which means to lean, and there's more at the word lean. Next is clientele, so it's client with an E-L-E at the end, clientele, you could also see, say, clientele, why would you say clientele, or clientele, clientele. All right, I guess some people say that. This is a noun from circa 1587, a body of clients, as in a shop that caters to an exclusive clientele. This is French, clientele, from Latin, clientella. That's good for that. Next is client state, two words, noun from 1918, a country that is economically, politically, or militarily dependent on another country. Uh, They are the client to the other country, which are sometimes called states. And our last word, 
It probably would have made more sense to put this word in the next episode, but it would have... It's already a long episode tomorrow, so I'm going to say this word here. It's only a couple of lines. It is the word cliff. C-L-I-F-F. Cliff. Filk. Cliff. Noun from before the 12th century. A very steep, vertical, or overhanging face of rock, earth, or ice. And a synonym is precipice. Um, Cliffy is an adjective. This is from Middle English cliff with one F, akin to the Old High German klep, which means cliff, from Old Norse cliff, K-L-I-F. Well, I think that was all the words. So they were clue, cliche, cliched, click, click beetle, clicker, click stop, click through, client, clientele, client state, and cliff. I'm going to pick cliche as the word of the episode. And in case anybody wants to know, that accent is down on the left and up on the right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cliches are cliched for a reason. Um, you know, it sounds cliche to say this phrase, whatever that phrase is, but there's usually a reason, um, you know, because we say it a lot, but there's a good reason for that. Cliche, 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 cliche. I think I'm just going to do really simple songs like that because that's all my brain can do. All right. Uh, Holiday time in Argentina. It is Argentine Air Force Day. It is the Declaration of Independence of Quito. That is spelled Q-U-I-T-O. That is in Ecuador. It is International Biodiesel Day. In Indonesia, it is National Veterans Day. What else? Um, let's see. I think those are on the fun holiday list in India. It is Mu Muharram and Ashura. And let's read the fun holidays. International Vlogging Day. So all the people in all the world have to do some vlogging today. Um, it's again. It says Islamic New Year. So I don't know if it was yesterday or today. Uh, it's depending on the website you go to, it's going to say one or the other. Okay, it's National Duran Duran Appreciation Day. Maybe we should put in a clip. It's, oh, I'm going to save those for the end. It's National Shapewear Day. Not sure what that is. Wearing clothes that shape your body, I guess. National Spoil Your Dog if I had a dog, I'd be spoiling it every day. It's it's Smithsonian Day. Go check out the Smithsonian Museums in Washington, D.C. Um, okay, we've got three. National Lazy Day. Of course, these are all in the States. Uh, I, I will try to be lazy today on August 10th. We'll see if I can make that happen. Uh, I'm not usually very lazy. It's National S'mores Day. I love s'mores. We actually have some vegan marshmallows that we are going to roast tonight. Tonight, I'm going to make some, at least, at least I'm going to roast some marshmallows and eat them by themselves. I might be combining them with chocolate and graham crackers. At the very least, probably chocolate, because I don't really need the graham crackers. I'm totally fine with just marshmallows and chocolate. That's all I need in life. And finally, it is World Lion Day. Yes, the animal, the lion. 
uh, I went to, this is not a thing that I do ever, but I went to some galleries last night with my dad. Um, there's some, some galleries in a certain area in Chicago, and I guess the first Friday of every month, they open it up to the public, and you just come go around and hang out and look at the art and talk to people, and maybe they've got wine and whatever, and just see the cool new art. And there was this one photograph of a lion that was massive, um, and it was it was just, you know, it wasn't like, there wasn't anything particularly different or interesting about it other than it was a very cool large black and white photo of a clearly like almost disheveled lion it had been through some stuff maybe it was on the older side i think one part of its lip was hanging down further than the other side i don't know i could have just stared at that thing for hours um yeah i've always loved lions when i was a freshman in high school i had long hair and uh, glasses and somebody said you look like a wise lion because I kind of had a mane. All right, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.